Michael Tranmer here, welcoming you to the Wake Up Podcast, where you will learn expert strategies and hear expert stories to help you wake up, live your best life, and make every day count. On this podcast, we will deep dive into all aspects of business, relationships, health, and mindset that will help you achieve your greatness in all areas of your life. Buckle up, my friends. It's time to wake up. Hello, good people. I have a real treat for you guys today. Our guest, Kate Rich. Kate teaches entrepreneurs and professionals how to finally have that adventurous, flexible lifestyle, financial freedom, and high-level impact that they've always wanted and she's so magical she teaches it without people having to work harder and missing out on life she's a recovering digital nomad worked in over 20 countries supporting over 1500 ceos and business owners and professionals to see their world through a new lens she holds an ma in interpersonal interpersonal communications and attended the world's most immersive coach training program in california She's received over 170,000 academic awards. She's a smarty pants for her work and has studied under the most renowned professional development and business experts. She has been remote for the better part of the last decade and splits her time between her hometown of Victoria, Canada, BC, and her adopted home in Sydney, Australia. She, you may recognize her incredible smile from The Bachelor season three here in Canada. And she shares a little bit about that on this podcast episode. And she shares, she shares, she shares a lot of gems and a lot of wisdoms and a lot of golden nuggets on what really freedom means to her and how she incorporates that with travel and how she teaches her clients how to do that and get to the, that ultimate freedom and happiness in their life. She talks about the flight plan that she takes people on to, to get them there. And yeah, she has, a, she has a lot to offer. So looking forward to sharing that with you good people. Without further ado, my good friend, Kate Rich. Yes, there we go. We are in business. Yes. That voice on the other end of the line is Kate Rich. And we are grateful to have her here today. Back in Canada after uh, just touching down days ago from one of her latest global tours. Welcome back, Kate. Thanks, Michael. It's great to be back. Just waking up from the jet lag, having a nice 1230 in the afternoon wake up and pumped to be with you. Hey, well, you can, you can in a bit, you can share some of your tips and tricks on how to, how to get over that. But you, if I were to, to describe you, I saw in your background on your website, you said you're a recovering digital nomad. But for the most part, now you teach entrepreneurs and professionals how to how to live this adventurous life and how to have this flexible lifestyle how to have the financial freedom but also make a huge impact in the world with the work that they do is is that all in alignment is that does that summarize you and the, the dance that you play these days yeah i think pretty much so i i came from a pr journalism background living the corporate life and for me became really, really ill with an autoimmune disorder and had to learn. I had so much ambition. I literally had to learn 
how to become free in order to still feed my ambition, but in order to actually exist as a human and be well and all of those things. So one of the things that, you know, I did on that path was I learned what I consider sort of the five, five or six steps to freedom. And what I realized is it wasn't just people who were in corporates who struggled with this. It was entrepreneurs who were actively in their business in transition or, or pursuing a business and because they were behind the business, the same struggles that I had, they experienced as well. So now primarily I teach people how to create remote, flexible lifestyles uh, while they make impact without working harder so that they can actually enjoy their life, doing things they love, with people they love, when, where, why, and how they want to do it. Beautiful. I love that. And really it's... Uh... It's just that awareness and there's so many people out there. I mean, so many people in my world and so many people that, um, that I interact with that have that same sort of deep rooted feeling of no, this is not what I signed up for, you know, early on into their, into, into their corporate careers. What, what advice would you have for them once they feel that or they hear that, that calling or they hear that noise or they feel that deep rooted feeling that, Oh, this is not cool. That's a great question. I think the most important thing is to sit into the mess of that feeling. It's uncomfortable. It's an uncomfortable place to sit. It's an uncomfortable place to be. And so people either ignore it and bury their head further into the sand of what they're doing and take on more and more responsibility, or they go the complete opposite direction, but they actually don't know what's next. And so they get really freaked out and anxious. Instead of simply sitting into, wow, this is so not what I'm committed to in life. And, you know, that's the very first step that I teach in my sort of methodology, if you like, is getting a super clear baseline on where you are and examining all the things that are not working and why they aren't. Because the problem is people try and escape one thing <laughs> and because they're running and they're creating from the things they don't want instead of the things that they do want, they tend to, as I said, bring themselves and all their problems with them into their new business or their new career path. And so really understanding what doesn't work allows you to then create from what you do really, really want instead of from what you're avoiding. Beautiful. Love that. And yeah, I think for me back in like my background is in engineering and that's where I did my first decade of life working all that thing. And, and like, to be honest with you and, and the listeners, if someone said sit with it, if they told that to me five or 10 years ago as a, as a stubborn male or just who I am, I wouldn't know what that meant. I wouldn't know what, what to do with that. How can you, how can you sort of, simplify that down for for our listeners out there to, to 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 process that and do something tangible with it yeah so i think this is one of the most challenging things is learning to get separate from yourself just that little bit that allows you to get clear on what you actually need and i think the best analogy that i've heard for this is actually an analogy used on the headspace meditation app and they talk about sitting at a traffic light watching the cars go by, but not getting into any of them. And this is exactly what I mean. So the cars are your thoughts and you're just sitting there watching them. You're watching the mess go by. You're watching the, how did I get into this? You're watching, oh my God, I'm not good enough to do that thing I want. You're watching all these crazy thoughts go through your mind. But instead of jumping into those thoughts, you're actually just observing them. 
You're not judging them. You're just hearing them and noticing them. And that's a skill that's really challenging for people to learn. And that's why meditation is a great access point to that. But to really just sit back a little tiny bit, like you only need a millimeter of distance so that you can see your life and see what's happening to you instead of being so engaged in the conflict in yourself because people get into that like survival mode into that fight or flight and their nervous systems actually get triggered into that where it's really hard to come up with the logical next step. It's really difficult to see what you actually want when your body's just in this like anywhere but here panic. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's, it's, that's amazing. And it's amazing what that it comes back to, to really awareness and everything starts with, with awareness and, so is this awareness and this stepping back that millimeter something that you have mastered or is it something that you continue, continue to practice? I know I practice it each and every day and I've certainly gained some ground over the past couple of years, but by all means, I continually need to have that check-in. Yeah. And I think everybody does. I think no matter what level you're at, I look at life and success as a gradient. So you know, <laughs> there are so many ways in which I still am my own client. Mm -hmm. I still have the same pain points as my own client. I still get overwhelmed. I still feel unclear sometimes. I still wonder if I'm enough sometimes. But the fact of the matter is you learn to do it at a higher and a higher and higher gradient. So, you know, now I'm not wondering, oh, am I enough to get on and on a call with somebody and help them really see what's next for them? I'm going... <laughs> Am I good enough that I'm going to stand up on the stage next to Gary Vee and Grant Cardone in an audience of 5,000 people and have people want to rush to the back table to buy my program, right? Like it's a totally different, mm -hmm. it's, it's like weight training is the way that I describe it. It's like you create more resilience, you create more, more and more awareness. And it's, a, I think it's a lifelong practice. I don't think the people who are at the very top of the pyramid they don't just suddenly not, they're, they're not suddenly not a human anymore, right? Like this is part of the human condition. It's part of our desire to survive and to thrive. So it's really more, it's not about vilifying the part of you that wants to, you know, wants to run. It's about seeing that, that person, understanding them and having the tools to deal with that at a higher and higher and higher gradient as you become more and more successful. Love that. And then the higher we go and the more we learn and the more masterful that we come, we can take people along that journey with us and bring, bring them all along as well. Exactly. And I think the very best coaches are the ones that admit and do their own work, right? Like, and those are the people you believe and you trust. And I'm sure, you know, you help online coaches who are getting started. I'm sure a lot of them see this as well. It's like they trust somebody that they know has their own challenges. And, you know, I had somebody say to me at my workshop, I was running a workshop in Sydney, Australia, like 48 hours ago. And one of the comments was, I love that you're a real person and you share vulnerably that you have challenges too. You know, becoming successful and being free doesn't mean you suddenly stop having the concerns of a, of a human. Love that. Now, you, I use that as a check-in as well. When, when people meet me in the real world that have been following me online for a while, one of the first questions I ask them, I'm like, so, so what do you think? Like, and not from the ego point of view, but is am I who, who I thought, am <laughs> I who you thought I was? Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking back to last month, that's something I, someone I interacted with and they're like, yeah, absolutely. This, you portray yourself this way and 
and you're a goofball this way, you show up the same way. And I think that's really, really important for, for anyone and everyone putting anything on social media. Just, just ask yourself that one question. Is this you in the real world? If someone reading or seeing what you're doing, when they see you and they meet you in the real world, is it going to be one in the same person? Well, and I think people think about freedom as like having time and having money and being able to travel, but real freedom is getting to be yourself all the time Mm. and knowing that that's enough, right? Like that's real freedom. Real freedom is when you aren't somebody different at work. I see so many people, they're like, oh, you know, I put my work hat on and I'm somebody different at work. That is so stressful for your brain to maintain two separate identities. Like the energy that goes into doing that is nuts. Whereas for me now, like, you know, I'm with clients and when I teach retreats, like sometimes I wear sweatpants (laughs) and I swear my face off and I tell all sorts of silly personal analogies. Like any of my clients could come into my home and see the same person that they see on my social media, similarly to what you're talking about. And that's the important thing. If, If you're not able to do that yet, and again, if you aren't, for those who are listening, like don't judge yourself for that, this is normal. Um, but if you're not, it's an opportunity to check in and go back to your baseline and look at like, am I actually aligned with what I want most and who I want to be? And do I get to show up as that person every day in my life? Yes. And you summarize that so well, Kate, just that, that disconnect from who you are, you know, when you get home from work and who you are from at work. And I a thousand percent relate to that years and years and years. I showed up as, as two different people and it's just the stress builds up in so much many different ways and it shows itself in so many different ways in physical pain and emotional pain and anger and all the things that have bad energy around them but you really you really summarized it very well I wanted to ask you I want to ask you why why have you created this this life that you live why are you teaching it to other people why do you believe in it so much why what baseline do you go back to when you have those bad, bad days? What's, what's your why that really pulls you forward? Yeah, you know, it's really interesting because we talked a little bit about creating your life from scarcity. And I think originally I did create this life from scarcity. You know, I, was, um, I got diagnosed in my early 20s with rheumatoid arthritis, which for those who don't know is a very debilitating illness. And I was told that within five years, I wouldn't be able to work anymore. And I was that person that was like, you know, I was a news anchor and I was, then I transitioned into, into government PR and like, I was going to be the top person. And here I am climbing my ladder happily. In other words, miserably stressed out and getting weight. You know, I had a Blackberry. Remember when Blackberries were the thing? I had a Blackberry attached to my hip 24 seven. And I was in a really unhappy relationship and I was house poor. And I, I had all the traditional hallmarks of success in our society. And and it made me ill. And so at the beginning, I designed this life to escape from that one. And this is normal, right? Like most people, ironically, most people, most entrepreneurs start a business to solve one of their own problems or a problem that they see for others. So for me, it started as problem solving for myself. Like, like I mentioned, like I had so much ambition and there were so many things I wanted to do. And I was literally like I had the flu every day. I was like napping under my desk at work and <laughs> crying in the bathroom. You know, I needed some way to be able to do all the things that I wanted to do without expending all the energy. And so 
it, for me, like it started out of necessity and that was my why. But over time, that why transitioned into the fact that I just really didn't want anybody else to have to feel the way that I felt. Like I felt so, um, I felt so alone. I felt so miserable. I felt the way that I would describe it is like, I'm one of those kind of clumsy people who is small enough that all the furniture is at my hip height. <laughs> I just walk around, you know, it, it felt like I was walking around in a room with a whole shit ton of furniture, just bumping into everything and bruising myself constantly and fumbling for the light switch and not knowing how to get there. And it is such a frustrating place to be. Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized that the constraints of society puts on to people, the childhood stories that people grow up with, the shoulds, mm. the thing that people, the way that people believe they should live, it, it's, it's all made up. Like everything's made up. You know, even money's made up. We just mm-hmm. put some paper on the table and agreed that it has value. And so for me, it was really about first learning for myself and then teaching other people that you actually get to create the meaning of your own life. And you get to choose your own life. And so that's, for me, it's 100% like freedom equals choice. Mm -hmm. And everybody, I believe that everybody as a basic human right should have choice. Beautiful. Beautiful. So many, so many hints of wisdom in there. And it's, it's, it's so important to, you know, really appreciate where we come from to see where we're going and where for the, for the people listening, like, and I see you on, on the gram in, in Greece and then uh, Australia and then now back in Canada. How do you do it and what are you doing? And you're incredible. <laughs> Thanks. Actually, I was making a Facebook post as I was getting on the flight and I was like, I was trying to write down all the places I'd been this year and was just like, whew, like I kind of just gave up because I was tired just looking at it. Um, you know, this year alone, for the last seven months, I've, I've pretty much been every two weeks in a different country. And um, that's really been the way that my life has been for almost, almost a decade now. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm actually looking at planning next year with a whole three months in one place at one time. Nice. Um, but this is all in service. So I run retreats. I teach online programs. I do live speaking events. And so the model that I'm currently testing is a live events model. And it's, um, you know, I'm offering free events to people. Mm -hmm. And the reason that I'm doing this is I I recognize there are some people who can't, are not in a place where monetarily wise they can get work with me, but they also need some support Mm -hmm. and they just need that one person. I don't know if you had that one person in your life, but like that one person that gives you just that one golden nugget that changed your life. Mm -hmm. I've had so many people give me that, that nugget over and over again to help me get to where I am. And so one of my commitments is to speak around the world and to speak for free Mm -hmm. and to actually be that person and give that opportunity to people who maybe can't afford to work with me as well to come and learn from me and learn how to start to free their lives. And, you know, lots of those people come back to me later and are like, okay, I'm actually ready to work with you now. Like I, I have, I got there to the baseline. I have enough tools now that I'm ready to start with the next level of tools. Um, but it's really in service of, um, of a huge international, like high level tour. Um, and I'm being mentored by some really incredible people who work in that space. So that's on tap, tap for the next six to 12 months. So I'm making it happen. And uh, yeah, in the meantime, just bopping all over the place, giving people some amazing adventures. 
Um, you know, we've got an event coming up uh, on the 22nd in Victoria that's free. We've got um, two Bali retreats coming up in September and November. We've got events in Australia, like all over the place. So um, it's, a, it's a really exciting time. Cool. And you essentially teach the people that you teach how to live a similar life, like how, how to travel and how to create their life. And they could be entrepreneurs, they could be coaches, they could be in all sorts of, of different fields. But you essentially distill it down and help them see the system to, to make it sustainable and not more work, but more enjoyable. Yeah, exactly. So the primary thing that I focus on, you know, yes, we do business strategy, but not that much because people like people are, I, I know you probably find this with your clients as well. People are always looking for like the right answer. And what freedom of choice means is actually recognizing in the beginning that there is no right answer, that there are a million ways to skin a cat, so to speak. There's a million ways to do anything. And it's really about choosing the one that lines up with you so that you can believe in it so powerfully that you will continue to take action no matter how hard it gets and learning how to get out of your own way to keep choosing the thing that supports your freedom along the way. Started off earlier mentioning one of your, one of your five sort of core pieces of your model that you teach. I'd love, and the people listening would love to hear just a snippet of, of the other four. Yeah, absolutely. And I do have an ebook I'm happy to send with you, send to you if you want to share with people. Um, so the very first one is they actually all have airplane analogies and I should definitely know them off the top of my head. But the first one is basically like checking in with the aircraft. I call it the soul and gold tune up. And this is where we really go in and we actually look at your baseline. What is in integrity with you? So in every single area of your life, who do you want to be? How do you want to show up? How do you want to be treated? What experience do you want to have? Whether it's with money, with your sex life, with um, your relationships, with how you treat people and how you're treated. All of those pieces we look at in like super specific situations. How would you want to respond or how would you want to receive? And then once we're clear on what I call your integrity index, we then get to look at, okay, if this is actually what's not working, if this is actually who you want to be, what boundaries have to shift for you to have that? Because I'm sure, and I, I'm going to interview you next, and I would love to hear um, your thoughts on how boundaries fit into your life, but boundaries are such a huge one. Um, boundaries get in the way of people choosing the thing that they really want. They get in the way of people protecting their time, money, and energy. So we want to look at, okay, where are your boundaries like really loose and wiggly and where are you actually really giving away your choice because you're afraid of what other people might think about your boundaries or you don't know how to actually set and maintain boundaries. So that's kind of like the first set. And then we need to look at, okay, we know all the things that don't work. We know like the micro moments of the experience of life you want to have. Now let's look at the big, big vision. And we do what I call a flight plan. Of course, <laughs> how are we going to get from destination A to destination B um, planning in reverse? So really like, okay, if, I was, if my end destination was India, that means I'd have to stop in Hong Kong first, which means I'd have to stop here and I'd have to stop there and I need to refuel and I need to make sure there was food on the plane and blah, 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 blah. And so we set the flight plan. And once that flight plan is in place, people are then really, really clear on what action they need to take on a monthly basis, on a weekly basis, on a daily basis. And it takes a lot of the overwhelm and the doubt right out. Um, and it makes it really easy to make decisions from freedom because the only question you have to ask yourself is every single thing that's flying at you, does this align with my goal? 
Yes, it goes over there. Does this align? No, it goes over there. Um, and so it becomes quite simple from that point. Easy, mm -hmm. simple, but not easy, <laughs> let's put it that way. Um, and you know, once people are really clear on their flight plan on where they're going, they need really specific support. They need community. They need to build the network. They need to build the systems for the life and business so that you know, they've created a business that's franchisable, that's not based on their talent. It's a business where they're replaceable and they can go and turn off their phone and go into the Sahara desert for a week or, you know, whenever they're go on a safari and see elephants. Mm -hmm. um, so then it's really about systemizing, automating, and basically setting up your life so that, you know, in two years from now, it can run largely without you. Wow, so much in there, but you break it down so clearly. And I, and the one main point that I picked up on, and I know for a big, big change for me over the last few years now, now that I finally have clarity on what I actually love to do and where I want to go, yeah. when something pops up that is not in alignment with that, it just becomes so much easier to make a yes or no decision. Is that going to help me where I'm going and the people around me and the people I support? Yes. Okay, do it. Is it not? No, don't do it. But yeah. of course, you need that clarity first, easy on, to be able yeah. to make those quick decisions. Yeah, I mean, I can give you an example of that. Like, I was asked to go do a contract in, um, in Switzerland this summer, you know, as a $25,000 contract. I was then offered to go to Japan and then offered to go to New Zealand. And I was so tempted to say yes because it was so fun. And it was like, ooh. But then I, I checked in with myself and I was like, you know what? It's actually the specifics of this contract don't actually align with where I'm going. And there's so much more business and there's so much more money. Like opportunity is everywhere if you're willing to see that. And so I was able to go, nope, <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. Um, you know, and although it's, it's still challenging to do that when there's something fun and exciting and you might have FOMO, right? Um, you do get to be really clear on like, yes, this is in, no, that is out. Mm, love that. Now, Kate, you know, you're, you've been doing this for a decade now, flying all over, living a wonderful life, working hard. In the vision that you have going forward, are you going to be doing the same sorts of things in, in five to 10 years from now? Or do you think you'll come to a point where you'll log a couple fewer kilometers per year? Yeah, so that's really interesting. And it's a poignant question because one of the things I love when I fly is it's my quiet, uninterrupted visioning time. And my favorite time is the middle of the night when it's dark and everyone's asleep, but there's like this incredible sunrise out the window or the starry night, you know, the moment, you yeah. know, when it's so beautiful, like you're like, <laughs> I, I'm the guy who opens up the window and wakes everybody up around me. I want to see, I want to see. You feel, me. you feel me. So that's my visioning time. And as I was sitting on the plane this time, I was like, you know, what, what is next? Um, I think, when you get to the point where you know that you can have anything, it, it becomes, it can become overwhelming in a new way. It can become overwhelming in a way of like, wow, I can literally have anything I choose and what would I choose? Um, and I think I realized that I, I pretty much live my life the way that I would choose. The only difference is I think that I want to spend a little bit more, like I do a lot of coming and going and back and forth from some of the same places as well. And I really want to plan my year a little bit more intentionally to do less of the flying, less of the coming and going. Um, you know, I'm also conscious about my eco footprint and obviously flying is a big contributor 
to um, climate change and all those things. So, you know, I, I'm planning to have sort of <laughs> two to three month chunks where I'm in different places as opposed to quite so much bopping around. Um, but at the moment I'm going, you know, I have been going sort of where the opportunity is, mm -hmm. but I also know the opportunity grows wherever I choose to create it. So for me, it's really more like, okay, where do I really want to be? And then let's create the opportunity there instead of going to the opportunity as much. So I think that's kind of the next level is just, is getting really clear, like, okay, I want to be in Canada these months because I have a home here. Um, I'm covered in, I'm surrounded by boxes. I literally just got my keys back. Um, you know, I'm in Australia here during these dates, or I'm in Indonesia here, or I'm in Asia. You know, it's just, I think really sitting down and being intentional about where I want to be. Uh, because the content of what I'm doing is is what I will be doing. Um, it's just where I'm doing it, essentially. You're a, you're a master creator. You're a master creator of all that you've, yeah. you've accomplished. You spot and, it, you got it, as they say. <laughs> love that one. Just before we, before we sign up, off here, touching on that master creator point a little bit, if you were to talk to, to Kate from, from two or five years ago, what would she say to, to Kate right now here in 2019 after I know you've had a massively successful summer or I guess winter, wherever, depending on where you were, the <laughs> last few months, what, what, what would she say to, to yourself now? And, and could you have really called this success five or two or five or three years ago? You know, it's so interesting because I'm one of the things that I teach my clients in the flight plan is to do a super specific future vision that's written like as if it's already happened, you know, like today is August, whatever of 2020 and I'm waking up like this and I'm doing that. And I have been creating those for myself for several years. And what's interesting is my life is almost exactly, wow. exactly as I created it. So I don't know that it's what past me would have said to current me as much as what current me would have said to past me, which is everything that you are writing down right now is within your power. Everything you are writing down right now has happened and not to spend so much time worrying that it's not going to happen and put all of that energy into 150% belief. Mm. because, you know, to give you an example, I wrote a flight plan for myself a couple of years ago around doing this speaking and around being on these big stages. And then I randomly met somebody on Instagram who is like the boss of that, mm -hmm. who's been mentoring me. And like, I couldn't have, you know, I don't know how that person came into my life, but it was so random, but I'd asked for it, like exactly almost word for word, I'd asked for it. And so I think that's the thing that current me would say to past me is, you know, write it down and take action to it, to it as if it is fact, because it will become fact when you take that level of action. So it would just be trust, like wherever you're at is okay. And you're going to get where you want to go as long as you are so fucking crystal clear on where that destination is. It, it's like the castle in the sky. Like you don't see the staircase yet, but it will appear one step at a time until you're at the top and you're sitting on that throne in your dream life. Amazing. I got goosebumps like seven times. <laughs> I can't wait to, to be along alongside you on stage when you're giving out, 
up one of those passionate talks in front of yeah. 5,000, 10,000, 20,000 people. And it's, but it's just that it's being clear and having that belief and not really fighting it, but just having that knowing that what we're, what we're planning, what we're visioning is, is going to come true. It's going to come true in, in reality. And, but there are hard days, at least for myself, when I have that doubt, but we have to do what we do to push ourselves beyond that. Yeah, absolutely. And I still have those doubts just like everybody else. But again, it's like, it's just getting recommitted to the vision over and over again. Like that's success in a nutshell. How much, how many times can you get out of your own bullshit and get back into action? Love it. Love it. Last question. We got to touch on, on a topic from your past, The Bachelor. Yeah. I watched it. I watched oh. it. I watched it after the fact. And you were on, you were on season three, Bachelor Canada? I don't even know which season I was on, probably. Well, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, Kate. <laughs> okay, cool. You know. You know all the answers. What, what was that experience like? And, and maybe just what did you learn from it that, that's helped you grow to where you are today? You know, it's interesting. I actually just sent out an article to my mailing list about what I learned about freedom from being on The Bachelor. Um, so for me, ironically... I know for a lot of the women who are on The Bachelor, a lot of them hadn't done much travel before and it was really like exciting to be in that setting. And for me, it was actually like the opposite in the sense that I had not traveled that little, although we were in like two or three countries, I hadn't traveled that little in the entire time, you know, in the seven years prior. So for me, there was a lot of time to just sit in silence and not be moving. Like we didn't have access to anything, books, pens, papers, music like we didn't have any outside stimulus and for me my life is so extremely stimulating all the time that for me it was like this huge shutdown of just being so present mm. and what I really took from that is is how much freedom I actually had over my own mind you know there's all these people you're, you're basically in a situation that's designed to make you go nuts <laughs> it's kind of like being in jail right it's, uh, it's like a twisted psych experiment. Um, and you know, for me, it was just recognizing that not only did I not go nuts, but I was actually just so clear on who I was. And no matter what came at me, I was still like so clear. And there was an amazing sense of confidence and like, just like bliss almost like it was like meditative bliss to be I, in the middle uh, of so much discomfort. And that was not the answer I was expecting. I'm glad we got that question in. I did not know that people go to The Bachelor to have a really deep spiritual experience. So hmm, maybe, maybe there's a, another business opportunity in there somewhere. Oh, yeah. Reality TV has a, is, a, is a really interesting container for self-growth. That's for sure. So yeah. cool. Kate, you are, you are just that. You're so grounded in, in what you're doing and where you're going. And also this, this wisdom that you have that you're pulling forward and, and sharing with with everyone. So just so grateful that you've taken the time to, to share with me and, and my peeps on the line today. Uh, we know you're uh, busy and also getting acclimatized back to being in Canada. So again, I appreciate it so much. I appreciate all the wisdom you're sharing with, with everyone around the world. Where can the good people learn more about you and what that, what is coming up for you next? Yeah, absolutely. So you can follow me on Instagram, the rich coach. 
or you can head to katerich.com, but it's K-A-I-T, just to confuse you. It's Caitlin, but only when I'm in trouble. I try not to be, so katerich.com. Uh, slash events, if you wanna check out one of the upcoming events. As I said, we do have some coming up in BC over the next couple of weeks. And uh, thanks so much for having me. This has been a beautiful reintroduction into Canada. Awesome, well, you know us Canadians, we treat each other right, eh? We do, we do, eh? Awesome, all right, let's leave it at that. Thank you so much, and keep up the great work. Thanks, Michael. Thank you, valued listener, for tuning into another episode of Wake Up. If this episode has left you fired up and inspired to wake up all areas of your life, I have exactly what you need. I offer a powerful, high-performance coaching experience to help you get committed to becoming the best version of yourself, clarity on all that you want to create in this lifetime, and the courage to manifest your dream life. If you are a high-performing entrepreneur or professional who wants to achieve greatness in your career, your business, your health, your wealth, your relationships, your mindset, then contact me today through my website, michaeltranmer.com, or through Instagram at michael.tranmer to explore how my coaching program can benefit you. Are you a new wellness coach or interested in starting your own online business? I've got something for you amazing folks too. My signature group coaching program, The Complete Coach, will help take you from concept to clients in 90 days. Head over to my website, michaeltranmer.com slash complete coach to learn more and join the waitlist for the next intake. I appreciate you good people. If you got great value from this episode, please support the show by subscribing and sharing on your social media feeds. If you share a screenshot on Instagram and tag me, I will be sure to share with all of my followers. Till next time, this is Michael Tranmer, helping you wake up, live your best life, and make every day count.